if all of us adults could just agree that we don't want to have drama and you know the more we can get along even if we're not best friends but the more we can get along in in front of the kids the happier and healthier they're going to be you're listening to mom after hours a podcast where we talk about the wins and challenges of being a modern mom for real we don't sugarcoat and we cover everything that is taboo and don't you worry mama we save a seat for you Welcome to Mom After Hours. This is Brandy Wytrack. Thank you for joining me today. Often the first image that comes to mind when one hears stepmother is Cinderella's evil stepmother, Lady Tremaine, who we all know punishes and abuses Cinderella psychologically, motivated by jealousy. And it's no wonder why most women don't relish that title or actually fear being part of a blended family. Today's guest, Yolanda Ridley, however, was the contrary. She was completely unfazed about becoming a stepmother, but she learned some valuable lessons as her journey wore on. So today, her and I are sharing our step-parenting struggles and lessons that we've learned on our journey. She also shares some important truths that she wished biological moms understood She's a personal growth blogger and mental health advocate. She helps women create the life they love. She's a stepmom and an infertility warrior, and she's faced a lot of different challenges that she never expected from life. But with this, she's found great love and happiness, and she's very passionate about sharing that on her blog, which we will talk a little bit later about. Um, She believes no matter what path we find ourselves on in life, joy, passion, and happiness can be created, and that includes your step parenting journey. Mamas, whether you're a stepmother or you are a biological mom who has interactions with a stepmom, this is a great episode to listen to to give you some insight into how stepmoms are feeling and how they feel about your child and what they wish that they could tell you. Without further ado, let's jump in. In the very beginning, I guess you could say I was excited about the potential of getting to know these little boys. They were two and six when we first met. We chose, well, I should say my husband chose at the time, he didn't want to jump in right away and say, hey, this is my girlfriend. He had been divorced for, I think, his divorce papers just came through probably a month or two before we met. So we wanted to be gradual with the kids in mind. So I was the friend at first, and we would go off on these weekends and enjoy going to the movies and going to the zoo and kind of getting to know each other. So we started hanging out a lot as kind of that family dynamic. And I was loving it. It was great. But you you know, we've been scared at all. You didn't have any like hesitations like, oh, man, or did you did you have any experience like personal experience or family members that were step parents? No, no, you know, I hadn't. I mean, my only um, and I'll mention this later, but I'd only kind of heard of like the evil stepmother from, you know, you think of Cinderella. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm like, well, that's not me. Um, So no, I actually had no hesitations, which is kind of funny because I I, honestly, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was probably a good thing, though. I think it's a good thing if you don't if you go in and you don't have any expectations or you didn't have anything to compare it to. I think that that that's a good thing because I I come from a blended family. So it's like, you know, I had step parents 
And I, you know, a lot of my friends, um, you know, had step parents. So, you know, I'd hear mm-hmm. their stories. I knew my stories. So yeah, I was, I mean, I'm a step parent myself and I would, I think I was scared like I, because of my personal experiences and just hearing everybody else's. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, how is, is he going to accept me? How, how is the relationship going to be with the mom? Yeah. Like I just yeah. got afraid. Cause I know like what my stepmom went through and just with my mm-hmm. stepdad, just everything. I loved kids and I loved him, my future stepson, but I was still, I was afraid. <laughs> so yeah. I, so I think that that's great that you kind of went in and you're like, you know, all in and you felt good about it and you were interested in the boys and whatnot. But absolutely. And you know, it's funny because I guess I kind of went in feel a little naive, um, which I think was a good thing. Um, But then, you know, as time goes by, there's other, you know, there's different stages, you know, there's when we all moved in together and then there's when we got married. And so, you know, I guess you could say, when does the stepmother role really begin? Because we actually, we dated for a couple of years before we made anything really official. Um, Cause we wanted it. We just, we just wanted to make sure everything would be cool. <laughs> Everyone yeah. would be happy. You know, the kids even, you know, they move, we made a, be- a bedroom for them at my house and they would come for sleepovers and they started bringing their toys over gradually just, you know, so that by the time they moved in, it was a normal thing. So it wasn't like a big shock to their system. So I that's think, good. I think the steps, yeah. it definitely helps to do it in baby steps and yeah, so that yeah. they can adjust. Absolutely. So once you moved in together, we know that that's a big step and, you know, yes. kind of blending, blending the households, sharing the other parent with you. And, you know, that can sometimes be a struggle with the children. Um, mm-hmm. What did you struggle with in those early days of step parenting? Once, once kind of like the glamour wears off where you're like, <laughs> okay, I got it. And then reality sets in and you're still feeling good, but we know the step parenting is tough. So like, what did oh, you yeah. struggle with? Well, you know, it's funny in the beginning, I, I guess there's probably two big things I struggled with. One was I feel like I was trying to be perfect all the time because I knew that, you know, that term step parent or stepmother, it was, I felt like it had a negative connotation, <laughs> you know, Cinderella, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, but it's also just in my nature. I just wanted to create this happy, happy family. And you don't always have full control over that, especially when there's uh, exes involved <laughs> and in-laws and that kind of thing. I mean, I would, I'll, I'll give you an example. I mean, in the beginning, I, I worked, I work for myself now, but I worked in the corporate world at the time in a really demanding job. And I would go out at lunchtime and pick up groceries so that I could come home and make a nice family dinner. And, you know, my, my, my husband is Greek and, you know, I don't know if you know any Greek people. They're similar, you know, to Southern Europeans. They love to feed people <laughs> and, you know, Greek grandmothers. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. They I, love, <laughs> I know they about love, those great grandmothers. <laughs> oh yes, They love to feed their grandchildren. And I mean, so I had no, I actually had no idea there'd be such a cultural difference with me as, you know, English background growing up in Canada. But there is. So I tried to make this beautiful meal, but then um, the kids would go to their grandparents after school. And her idea of a snack was, you know, giving a big bowl of pasta or something. <laughs> so by the time I would go to make my nice family dinner, the kids would be full. Oh, <laughs> so no. I used to get really stressed <laughs> by it. And I would ask her, oh, please, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, don't feed them. But now, as time goes by, it's been a long time since then. Now I appreciate her doing that. (laughs) I actually love that she does that. And I love, uh, 
I don't know if you've seen the movie, My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Um, we live very close to my in-laws. I could literally throw a baseball at them and they could catch it from their porch. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and my sister-in-law lives around the corner as well. So honestly, it actually is great. That's and, awesome. And That's it, nice to have that, the support yeah. so close yes. by too. Yeah. So it's funny, something that used to stress me out actually, I think is a blessing now, a blessing in disguise. So that would be the one thing that would stress me, me trying to be perfect. And then the other thing was just, there was some conflict, you know, quite a lot of conflict going on at the time with the and um, I think anyone who's a step parent deals with that at some point, unless you're really lucky. I think I would just stress a lot about that. And yeah, I would also get nervous if there were any interactions. And it did definitely it was a, it, there were some stressful times where we were dealing with different things. But you know, when I look at look back on that, I do understand kind of maybe her feelings towards some things. And, you know, so much time has gone by. It's been almost 12 years that I I don't stress in the same way as I used to. It's just you're kind of you, you kind of know the things that will come up and you just don't worry about them as much anymore. Yeah, I agree. I feel like you kind of find your groove after yeah. some time and you can kind of get to know the other parent, the, the, mm -hmm. the other, the, the biological mom. And yep. I mean, even if there are some, I don't know, like uncomfortable spots or like, like with my, my situation, I don't do any kind of coordinating with my, my stepson's mom. Like I don't like the, yep. for like regarding pickup, anything with discipline, any of that stuff is strictly between them. Um, I mean, I can chime in, you know, and like talk to my husband and say, hey, you know, this isn't right or whatever. But, you know, when it comes down to all of those big decisions, that's, you know, typically between her and him. And I'm fine with yeah. that. Like, oh, my God, preferred not to be involved. But yeah, in the beginning, it is definitely an adjustment, especially when that person is around all the time. Like, you know, like my, mm -hmm. my son, he was, you know, he's active in sports. So, you know, it'd be yeah. like every single weekend we're hanging out together, <laughs> sometimes during yeah. the week, you know, for going to school functions, um, especially mm -hmm. when he was younger, we always had a lot of things going on during the week too. And I'm like, gosh, I'm like, I have to hang out with her all the time. <laughs> And yeah. that, and that's a hard adjustment too. And I think that just not being like I, in the beginning, I would all admit I was being a little immature and I'm like, gosh, like he doesn't have to deal with my ex in the picture all the time. So, you know, it's easy <laughs> for him. Would he like to, you know, hang out with my ex all the time? And now like, I'm always having to hang out with her and, yeah. you know, yeah. and then, you know, when they talk about previous memories where I wasn't in the picture, like reminiscing and stuff like that, then it made me feel like shit. And I'm like, oh, well, let me reminisce about this trip that I took with my ex. That was amazing. <laughs> and that's very yeah. immature to think that way. But at that time I did because I was feeling bad about myself and how I'm like, okay, well, it's nice that you guys keep talking about how wonderful life was at this time and sharing all these pictures. But you got, I got to a certain point where I guess you just reach a certain level of confidence where it's like, come mm -hmm. on, thinking that way is not, is not good. So yeah. I think I want you get to yeah. know the other parent a little bit more and then you get farther along in your own relationship with your partner and you're like, yeah, we're solid. We're good. Then you kind of develop a little a better understanding of it all and just realizing that, you know, it's, it's not, they, they have their lives. We all have complicated beginnings and just messy middle and stuff. We have to do our best to work together as a team. And I had to realize that, you know, the biological mom, she's always gonna be part of the picture. So I've got to do whatever it takes to kind of just keep things kosher just for yeah. the sake of our own sanity too. And like keeping our own lives healthy because we know how it is. Like when you've got conflict going on, 
it just makes the atmosphere really rough. <laughs> oh, it does. And, and, you know, I think, I think what's interesting too, is once everyone is used to the situation, you know, my husband's ex remarried as well. So my kids have four parents, <laughs> you know, I, I always say to the kids, I, how lucky they are. If, if there's ever been conflict, I'll say, you know, gosh, we're all fighting over you. Cause you guys, we all love you. We all want you. Right. But I think once everyone, I think over time, people, we all figure out our roles as well. You know, I'm like the, I do a lot of homework with my youngest son, but his stepdad is fluent in French. So he also um, is involved with helping study for French tests. And I think over time, we just kind of find our patterns. Um, and if there is any major conflict, absolutely, or, or scheduling, you know, I stay out of that as well. I, I let my husband deal with that. Um, and I, I'm more focused on, you know, obviously I'll share my opinion with him, <laughs> but yeah. I won't deal with anything directly. And uh, I'm more focused on, you know, just how am I going to show up in the kid's life today, today, right? Yeah. Mm. Well, I, I read that you don't call your, your stepkids step and you just call them your sons. And I, I really like yeah. that. And I'll, I'll chime in, in in a little bit, but can you tell me more about that? Yeah, for sure. You know, I mentioned this already before, and I must really have this in my mind, but Cinderella, that evil, that evil stepmother thing, I guess, I suppose it gets to me if I'm talking about it so much. But because I think of stepmother, it can be seen as a negative word when it's not. I guess I think of the word as step not being that great either. When I'm out with my kids, and I and and just to clarify, I don't have biological kids. I'm not actually able to. But regardless of that, even before when we started trying to have our own kids, they're my sons. They're my boys. I I guess I wouldn't feel right saying, meet my stepson. And I suppose it depends. If I if I bumped into someone, an old colleague, and I say, oh, this is my son, although I have done this before, and they, they look a little bit confused, which I always think's, think is funny. <laughs> They're like, when were you pregnant? <laughs> right? Um, and also, my yeah, my sons are half Greek, half Indian, and I'm as blonde as they come. So I always, I like to confuse people. I think it's quite funny. Um, yeah. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I think of them as my sons. I call them my sons to their face as well. And I guess it's just because that's how I feel about them. I don't yeah, think of them I like that. that. Yeah. So, and I, I feel like it's in a way, if I said, oh, this is my stepson, like, even though that is a fact, that I wouldn't be communicating my real feelings about them. I feel the same with my son, Chris. And it's funny because I go back and forth because I I don't know the proper etiquette. And what's funny is I normally don't care about all that stuff. I'd prefer to just call him my son. But I feel like in the beginning, I didn't know how to say it. Like I was afraid to offend his yeah. mom. And because in the beginning, I think she was a little intimidated by me. That's my personal opinion. I don't know. But I mm -hmm. felt like she thought that I might be trying to take over like she saw, you know, that, you know, Chris wanted to spend a lot more time with us when I was in the picture and him and I would bake together. We'd go on bike rides and we would do a lot of things that she might not have necessarily had the time to do. So Chris yeah. was wanting to spend a lot of time with us more and he was wanting to spend more one-on-one -on -one time with me. And I, and I think that she thought I was trying to replace her. So I was always afraid of like how to say it. And I was like, okay, well, if I yeah. say my son, then is she going to take it like, 
oh, she's trying to, she's acting like this is her child. And, you know, eventually like I have a child now, but in the beginning, you know, I didn't have a child. So I, I felt like she was thinking that I'm like trying to take over as his mom. And there were even comments exchanged, you know, between them, like she's trying to be his mother and she, he's not, she's not his mother and things like that. So I was always afraid to say like, he's my son. And I prefer to just say my son, because I agree with you. I think like stepchild and like even stepmother it has just this weird thing and it might be the evil stepmother thing because that's what we yeah. grew up with and it was there was never any positives that came along with being stepchild or stepmom and yeah. even today you know like with my stepmom I'm very close with her we have a great relationship now I feel weird introducing her as my stepmom, like, I don't want to just introduce her as my mom because I don't want to be disrespectful to my real mom because she's still yeah. part of my life. But then yeah. like with my stepmom, I'm like, she's more than just a mom. So I'll, I'm always calling her, I'll call her <laughs> mama J. Her name's Janice. Yeah. So I'll call her mama J or some other kind of term of endearment because I agree. I think like the stepmom step kid, it just doesn't feel as warm and fuzzy. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm a warm and fuzzy person. Yeah, um, you are for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I like that when, when I've read about that. I, I like that. And it, it almost, I mean, obviously I'm in charge of myself, but it kind of gave me permission to be like, Brandy, see, you can say that you can see that, yeah. say that. And, and I think, you know, his, his mom knows me better now. She knows my personality. She knows that, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, steal her son away. So maybe, you know, I can do it without feeling like, am I going to piss somebody off? <laughs> yeah. And, and you know what, saying that as well, I think there, there are times that, you know, if I was in front of the kid's mom, I'm not going to say, well, my kids. <laughs> yeah. I would, but then I would just call them by their names. I wouldn't, I would be mindful about how to address them. Right. Yeah. It's, it's amazing how much you have to think of mm-hmm. in these situations that biological parents would never dream that we're putting so much thought into this stuff. <laughs> we right. don't want to say the wrong thing. We don't want to offend, but we also, you know, it's a dance. It, it is a dance. And I think every step parent has a, you know, schedules are totally different. And I mean, we've, we've had the kids living, we're like the primary household. So since my youngest was in grade two, my oldest was in grade six, they've been with school, uh, they've been at school with us. So now they're starting first year university and first year high school. And so we're in their lives a lot, the everyday, the homework, the wake ups, the, you know, looking after when they're sick and that kind of thing. And I feel like that's a bit of a different relationship than a step parent who might see their kids one weekend a month. I mean, it's true. You know, I basically, you know, we see them almost every day of the week unless, you know, summer we do half and half. So yeah, I think it's, it is a dance, which I'll just leave it at that. It's a dance and we're trying to get it right. But sometimes we have two left feet. That's all I'll say. (laughs) Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's, it was the same in our situation where when you say step parent, you just think like, okay, you might not even know the kid that well. And the kid's barely around, but it's the same with, with Christopher. He, he was with my husband pretty much full time. He would see his mom just on the weekends or every other weekend, but during the week, it would just be, it would be us. So he was with us Mm -hmm. pretty much full time until he got to high school. And then it went to every other week with him and being in high school. It's like, I wanted to help out and I wanted to volunteer at his school. So that was an interesting conversation. You know, like they have like the mother's club 
and I wanted to help out. They needed help planning events and raising money, doing all the stuff that I feel like I'm pretty good at. And I had the time to do it. And at that time too, Violet was still little and I was just trying to get get out of the house anytime that I could so that I could have some free time, mama time. I really wanted to join the mama's club, but I didn't know how his how his mother would take it. So I had let her know in advance. And I think that this is sometimes a good thing, you know, to kind of just have that conversation, even if it is difficult. I let her know, you know, hey, his school has this mom's club and they need help with this and that. I'd really like to join it. And I just want to let you know that, you know, I'm going to be joining this club because I want to help out because I didn't want her to think like, well, oh, you're joining. Well, you're not the mother because some, Mm -hmm. yeah. So I kind of like ran it by her. So she knew and she's like, you know, thank you so much for telling me. I appreciate you letting me know and I'm fine with you know joining and she goes and I might actually join too and she ended up joining too I think that sometimes it's important to just have those conversations even if they are uncomfortable they kind of like let each other know where you stand just so that you don't have a problem in the future we have that in common with you know the biological moms we both love the kids and we just want the kids to feel loved and supported and I think as long as you can you know show that to the other parent that you know hey we're, we're in this together. I'm not competing with you. We're in this together. I know you wrote this awesome article called Dear Bio Moms, Eight Truths Stepmoms Wish You Understood. And I wish, and I want you to share some of those truths today because I'm like, man, I wish that I knew her on a level where I could just (laughs) text it to her and be like, see, this is how I feel. Or, I mean, I'm not friends with her on any social media platforms, but I'm like, I would just like, you know, just post it so she could see it. But can you share some of those truths that you mentioned in your article? Absolutely. Just to join in on how you feel. I wrote this article with her in mind, kind of hoping she might come across it. I don't know if she has, but I, I do encourage other stepmoms to share this article with their kids bio mom. I'll, I'll share a few of the truths that I included in this article. So you already mentioned one big thing. And one of them that I have in here is we are not trying to replace you. For us, I think it's really about enhancing our stepchildren's lives. And I think it's also important to say we're not looking to replace you. I call her mom in my house, you know, have you asked your mom this or <laughs> oh, when you go to your mom's house, don't forget this, you know, did you did you make her a card for Mother's Day? That kind of thing. I will, you know, have those types of conversations. So we're absolutely not trying to replace any biological mother. That wouldn't be good for her, us or the kid. You know, and another another big thing as well is we just want to communicate like We love your children and we really would love to get along with you. You know, there are some blended families who are amazing. I'm part of a few Facebook groups and I see these stories and think, gosh, wouldn't that be amazing for everyone to get along in that way? Usually that doesn't happen. It usually isn't the case. But I think if all of us adults could just agree that we don't want to have drama and, you know, the more we can get along, even if we're not best friends, but the more we can get along in, in front of the kids, the happier and healthier they're going to be. Uh, and I think this is really important for the kids' development as they're growing to, to see that the adults in their life can get along. And I would hate to think that the kids would stress over certain situations. And I know that kids do stress. So that, I think that's a really, really, really big thing. You know, I think just overall in general, uh, we agree divorce sucks, but we do love 
our husband. So we just, we just want to get along. We want to get along. We want to be there in our kids' lives as one of the parenting figures to help them, but also to share a bit of ourselves with them. You know, one of the tips I have is, you know, we want to enhance our, their lives. And, you know, the way I grew up in my home is different than the way my kids uh, other parents grew up in their homes. And yeah, so I want to share my ridiculous dance moves in the kitchen with my kids and have a special bond. And I don't think that should be looked upon as something that's invasive or, or negative. But again, it's just another, I think the big message here is a step parent is really just another person to look out for the children and be there for them in their lives, someone else to love. And I, you know, I think that's really as simple as it gets. You know, it's nice. And I know how, you know, we sometimes refer to ourselves as a bonus parent and yep. it's like, yep. I'm a parent and I'm, you know, I'm also a friend. It's, it's good because mm-hmm. there's some things that, you know, my son doesn't want to talk to his dad about, but he'll talk to me about, and he's like, well, you know, can you give me advice or how do I talk to dad about this? And I'll be his ally. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, we'll talk to him together. Or I said, if you're going to approach him about this, this is how you should say it. And, you know, it's, it's awesome because when you get to, especially when, you know, they get to a certain point where you can kind of have that friendship where, mm-hmm. you know, where I'm still a parent first, but it's a different dynamic when you're the step parent, you know? Yeah. So like, I feel like, you know, we, we, we get along well, but in the beginning, yeah, it was, it was hard, you know, they're still getting adjusted to having another person in the picture, especially, you know, if they were, it was a single parent for a while, you know, so yeah. it's just about him and his dad and they would just, you know, they're up till midnight every night and they're going <laughs> out to eat all the time. There wasn't a whole lot of structure and they were living like, you know, like two guys in a frat house. <laughs> so <laughs> so when I came in the picture, yeah, there was structure and then there was pictures on the wall and things started, you know, looking like there was a woman living there. So it was a big yeah. adjustment, I think, for both of them. <laughs> uh-huh. um, yeah. But it, it feels good because after time, I feel like, you know, you, like I mentioned, you find your groove and they find their groove. They start accepting you. They see that, you know, you're going to be in the picture for a while. It's not just like, you know, this woman's here and she's tell me what to do, or she's taking up my dad's time or this or that, you know, they start seeing you as a, another parent. So, mm-hmm. you know, it feels good when yeah. you get to that point. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely a journey. I'll say that there. <laughs> and you learn so much more. I mean, just, just a quick story. Like my youngest stepson, when he was really little, cause he was only two when we first started dating. I mean, when he would refer to me, he would refer to me as his mom. He would refer to his other mom as mom. <laughs> and, uh, and then that stopped over time. And I guess a couple years ago, I, and he calls me Yolanda now which is, you know, to my face. And then he, I guess when he's talking about me, he'll call me his stepmom, I think. (laughs) Mom, stepmom, Yolanda, because I've done a fair bit of volunteering too. So I know a lot of the kids at school. But, you know, I asked him, I said, so why did you stop calling me mom? And he said, oh, you know, I didn't know any better when I was little. And I was like, oh my God. And he said, oh, you know, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean it that way. I used to get hung up on what, you know, and I know other women do too what, you know, what you're called. But I think that's another key learning for me. I honestly don't really care what I'm called. I'm Yolanda. His mom's his mom, his dad's his dad, and his his stepdad is Elliot. And that's who we all are. And we all have a place in their lives, right? Yeah. Um, so do you have any um, words of encouragement for the stepmamas out there who are struggling who might just be in the midst of just craziness, or maybe they're just getting into it? Oh, gosh, let me think here. Well, you know, the one thing I would say is you're doing your best in the situation right now. 
So don't beat yourself up if things aren't going the way you would like them to go. Things won't be perfect, but just remember that you're doing your best, or at least I hope you're doing your best. (laughs) You know, not all step parents are the same. And then the other thing is, you know, your situation isn't always going to be this way. So whatever is stressing you out today could be completely different in six months, two years down the road. Things do change and evolve and they do get better. I really, I really believe that. So when you're, when you're going through those struggles and stressful times, I think I would just say, you know, look after yourself. Yes, you're, you've got this new role in your life, whether you have biological kids or not, but still try and find time to look after yourself and really, you know, do little things like practice gratitude every day and, um, Find time for self-care. And I know that sounds cliche, but that could be just putting the kettle on and making your favorite cup of tea and taking five minutes out to drink it so that you don't have to put it in the microwave 10 times in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Yeah. So I I think it's just, you know, hang in there. Things will get better. And there are support groups out there. You know, there's plenty of Facebook groups you can go to and get advice and vent with people who actually understand, you know, what you're going through. So I would would say to definitely seek those out because you're not alone. There is a lot of step parents out there who, who just are navigating different parts in the step parenting journey. Yes. And you mentioned put the kettle on. Can you share with our listeners more about put the kettle on what that's about? Absolutely. So, oh gosh, I guess about three and a half, three and a half years ago, I started a blog called put the kettle on dot CA dot CA people. I'm Canadian. And, uh, you know, Yes, it sounds like it's a tea blog for, for, and you know, in the beginning when I started it, you know, I wasn't, I don't even think I knew what the blog was going to be, but what was really important to me was that I wanted to find a space to, um, almost give myself some personal therapy. <laughs> and, and the name of the blog is really about, um, finding little moments of self care, little moments of things in your day that can make you feel good. And for me, that's putting the kettle on. That's my little way of doing something good for myself. I am tea obsessed after all. Um, <laughs> so, so three and a half years later, I've, I've created, um, a space that, you know, women can come to, to help them find tools and resources to really help them focus on creating the life they love. Um, You know, no matter what your background is, we all have hardships we go through in life. But I really think we can choose to find positivity and joy, no matter what we've been through or what we're going through today. So I write about, um, I write about personal growth, mental health, um, living with intention and living in the present and, and really focusing on being grateful for the, the small pleasures in life. It's, it's something that, uh, and I, I am not an expert in this area. I'm, I'm just a woman navigating life and sharing some experiences. Um, I have, and you know, this is something I would be, would have been embarrassed or shy to say in the past, but I have dealt with depression and I've been to therapy and I've, spoken to so many wonderful professionals that have given me amazing tools that I use every day um, that really make a big impact on my life. And so a lot of what I write about is, is sharing tools that I actually use that bring joy to my life every day. So this is where my new personal growth planner comes in. I created a series of worksheets that, um, are really designed to make your days happier, bring more balance in your life. 
um, and really help you create the life you love with intention. Um, so the planner includes, you know, there's a life bucket list, there's self-love affirmation worksheets, there are daily gratitude prompts that you can work through, mood trackers, you know, habit trackers, and, and, and really all of these tools to help you reflect on your week and on your month, but also tools that you can use every day to keep track of your mood, to help you feel good, to help you appreciate what you have in life right now. And it's oh, so beautiful you. and the colors and everything. I have a copy y'all and it's gorgeous. And <laughs> the one thing that Yolanda has not mentioned is that she is a creative genius. She has an eye for art and just the blending of fonts and colors and everything. And she writes a lot of really great articles on that as well on blogging and sharing things on social media, like how to share it, the importance of graphic design and SEO writing. So if you if you are a mom out there who is interested in blogging too, she's a great resource for getting you up and running on that. Absolutely. And uh, well, since you mentioned it, I'll, um, I write about that type of content, blogging and marketing and social media on my other website, which is fullcircledigital.ca. Thank you, by the way, Brandy, for saying all <laughs> of that, that lovely stuff. I thought it would be cool to offer a coupon if anyone did choose to buy uh, the personal growth planner. I will let you know that the coupon code is MOM, M-O-M. If you put in that at checkout, then you would get 50% off the planner. That's awesome. Thank you. So you mentioned put the kettle on and you also have your awesome digital marketing agency. Can you confirm those addresses one more time where we can find you on the interwebs? Absolutely. So put the kettle on, um, you know, as I mentioned, I'm Canadian. So it's put the kettle on.ca. And you can also connect to all of my social channels from there as well. And then if you would love some tips on the marketing or blogging side of things, the website is fullcircledigital.ca. Thank you so much, Yolanda. I'm so glad You're I welcome. got to talk to you. It was a pleasure talking to you. It's always nice to chat with a fellow stepmom. Thank you for listening to Mom After Hours. Mama, I don't know about you, but I am feeling pretty good. And I hope this episode left you feeling a little inspired and encouraged, whether you're a stepmom or you're a biological mom and you are trying to improve your relationship with your co-mama. If you'd like to learn more about Yolanda Ridley or her personal growth planner, check out momafterhours.com forward slash episodes. And if no one's told you today, Mama... You are amazing. Love you, girl.